Are you a vampire, witch, or a werewolf? Ooh. If you had to guess, Ooh. which do you think I'm going to end up being? A witch. A witch? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm her brother, William. That's right, and this is our 100th episode of the show. Welcome, welcome. Triple digits. Yeah, Is what we just hit. 100 episodes. Looks like we made it. Yeah. So we're doing something a little bit different for this week. Yeah, we're going to be doing a little bit of a a look back at uh, 100 episodes of Guide to the Unknown. Fueled by our wonderful viewers and yes. listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and why don't we um, get the party started with something that uh, we put together. Yeah. Based off of, we asked you in the Guide to the Unknown Facebook group, mm-hmm. uh, what are your sort of favorite moments from Guide to the Unknown? Uh, and it's not that long. It's really only like 30 seconds, something like that. But we thought we might play some of your favorite moments for you right here before we... Uh, we hang out yeah. on this uh, incredible occasion. That's right. So take a look at some of these top moments supplied by you. What you liked of 100 episodes of Guide to the Unknown. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh, this is a guy named Monsieur Mangetoot. Monsieur? First of all, Monsieur? We tried. We came out here. We did our due diligence. Where's our reward? Toy and be! <laughs> it's all fun. I just feel like it was a little bit. That's. William! What? what? Why did that happen? That scared the hell out of me. That scared the hell out of me. Maybe we shouldn't be talking smack about David. Archduke Anton of Austria was the first person to discover a mysterious radio broadcast which appeared to contain coded messages. Oh. Kristen? Archduke Anton of Austria uh-huh. is the man who discovered number stations. Okay, this is awesome. Monsieur Majadou. I practiced before. Is it not Monsieur? I practiced before. Wait, is it actually Monsieur? Monsieur. Oh, it's, it's like Monsieur, like, like Mr. Majadou. Monsieur Majadou. I'm pretty sure you don't pronounce the last T. <laughs> and there it was. So there you have it. Some this, of the tops of the tops. This is us. This is us. Where we've been. <laughs> yeah. What we've done. That's right. Oh, the things we've seen. What the hell have we done? Don't know. I liked uh, being able to look back at old footage of us. Like, yeah. you know, you can listen to that, but you can also see it on on. YouTube.com slash TalkBomb. Right. Like, we've done the show in so many different places. I know, in different settings. It's both in your old apartment, then your house, then things of us out in the wilds, like yeah. checking out the Toynbee tile. It's very cool. Yeah, it was really, really neat to, yeah. to get to like, I never look at our old footage. Yeah, I keep, totally. Obviously, everything's on YouTube, but in addition to that, like I keep everything mm-hmm. we've ever done. Yes, one keeps extensive records. Yeah, but it was like, it was cool to get to like look back. And honestly, there's so much that I don't, Remember? Oh, totally. You know, 100 episodes, we've mm-hmm. covered so many different things. And actually, I'll, yeah. I'm going to quiz you on a couple of things Okay. Uh, in a moment. I know we're going to be quizzing each other, but I've yes. also got additional questions Just for bring you. bringing us on me. That I this, think you may this not wasn't, be anticipating. Yeah, this was not planned. Yeah. Not loving it. <laughs> not loving it. <laughs> not loving it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we asked uh, you out there, what are your favorite moments? And a bunch of you said uh, uh, moments when Kristen and I just end up laughing and you mm-hmm. start thinking that... 
the recording went dead. Right, but it's really just us like gasping for air. Wheezing, yeah. like dying fish. Toynbee tiles. Yep. Uh, so that's when Kristen and I went out into the world to the Menlo Park Mall, tried to do some on-location recording, mm -hmm. which was fun, and I really want to do. Yeah, I do too. Again, those are some of my favorite things yeah. where we went out off and did something a little bit different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We got to get back to doing some stuff like that. Yeah. I like the idea well, of we us definitely as are. world explorers and yes. reporters that yes. yeah are investigating. We're about to for the live show, which yeah. we didn't mention. We've mentioned on previous episodes, but to slip that in here, there are still tickets on sale for our live show October twenty seventh at Pinos in Highland. Park, where we'll be slipping in some video footage of us on location places. Yeah. So you can go to any of our social medias and you'll find the link to purchase tickets in our bio. Yes. If you are in the tri-state area, mm -hmm. uh, come hang out with us. If you're not, but you know people that are over here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Try to get them to come too. Like yeah. That'd be really fun. Bring some friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be a, a good, good time. time. But anyway, so I just mentioned that because we're going to be doing some on location stuff that'll be seen just there. Yes. I'm yeah. really looking forward to yeah. that. Um, number stations. Mm -hmm. A bunch of people mentioned the number stations. I was episode, pleasantly which I was surprised to hear that. that I know, just because it's so old, it doesn't yeah. spring to mind immediately, but that's one of my favorites. Yeah, there are like a couple of eras of Guide to the Unknown, yeah. almost. There's like yeah. the early, we're trying to figure out what we're doing. Right, for sure. Um, then we like Our logo into, was different and everything. Yeah, we had a different logo for our like the song, first 12 episodes or something. Our song was slightly different. We ended yep. up changing the pitch of it. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Uh, and then, uh, uh, not surprisingly, a bunch of people called out Dear David. Yes. Who has been haunting us ever, ever since. Honestly, yes. Once we talked we'll about Dear it. David, we've been hounded by tech issues mm -hmm. uh, relentlessly. It's insane. But what a cool <laughs> thing to have up. a moment in the show where we experienced I know. something caught on film that scared us both. It was so strange. I know. It was great. Um, okay, so I compiled some stats yeah. about Guide to the Unknown. Yeah. Um, because I, uh, I'm a big fan. Fan of thinking Guide to the Unknown. Of Guide to the Unknown. <laughs> of like thinking about what we do here mm -hmm. as a little bit more than just like, oh, we just put out a goofy show yeah. every week. Like we've been doing this show for damn near two years. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first episodes of this show debuted November 17th, 2017. Mm -hmm. So we're coming up on almost exactly two years of Guide to the Unknown. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna ask you some questions here. I want to see if you can get into the right ballpark of some of the stats of Guide to the Unknown stuff. I am terrible at guessing things like this. That's why it's going to be great. You know I barely understand what a mile is. Yeah, well... I don't know how far apart we live from each other. <laughs> I have no idea. Sometimes <laughs> I th say like three blocks. That sounds about right. Uh, kind of. I g right? No, no. Definitely not. There are probably like four blocks from like the main street to your house. All right, whatever. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right, so this is our 100th episode of Guide to the Unknown. Yes. And I don't know how long we're going to be recording it. Yes. So I tabulated, I went back and looked at every episode we've ever recorded. Okay. Including the one episode of the Netherworld Dispatch. Okay. Oh. And I got the total runtime. If you were to hit play on episode one of Guide to the Unknown mm -hmm. and listen to everything in a row without stop, how long would it take you? Hmm. Maybe like 160 hours. 160 hours? Because you figure that probably each episode is more than an hour. It's usually like an hour. They're, yeah, they vary. They we try vary. to keep it around an hour. It goes to an hour 15 sometimes. Yep. Um, and then you have that I'll bonus tell you this. thing. Maybe this, maybe this will help. Our average show length mm -hmm. is across every episode we've ever done. I averaged it out. Yeah. The average length of an episode is an hour and nine minutes. Okay. Um, 
So then, you know, still like 120? 120. Okay. Yeah. Kristen, that's not bad. Okay. That's not bad at all. Okay. The the tabulated runtime that I put together, 115 hours and 10 minutes. Okay, not bad. Meaning that it would take just barely under five straight days yeah. of no sleep whatsoever. Five straight days of heaven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I expect that that's what a lot of people out yes. there do. Yeah, the same way that we took the Twin Peaks challenge. I, mean, I don't think that's a thing that people call it, but the same way that we watched all of Twin Peaks The Return in a straight hour a run of 18 hours without stop, I'm sure there are going to be people across the country doing the GTTU challenge. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Calling out of work, mm-hmm. missing sleep, getting quite ill. Well, you know, if, if this is, you know, they say that the way that you should measure entertainment is quantity and not quality. <laughs> Right. We did the Twin Peaks challenge of watching yeah. all of season three. It took 18 hours to do. Yes. But the Guide to the Unknown challenge would blow that out of the so water. So we're killing them. Yeah, exactly. Guide Sorry, Unknown, Lynch. Guide to the Unknown is longer than most shows. Yeah, it's true. I bet. There mm-hmm. are like nine seasons of The Office, mm-hmm. something like that. One of the most popular shows of all time. Yeah. There are some. Usually, they're a half hour. They're a half hour each, but they're really only like 22 minutes. Right. 23 is standard. Exactly. I bet that it would take longer to listen to Guy to the I think you're probably right. All, watch all of The Office. Yeah. So a worthwhile endeavor. We're coming for you, Carell. Yeah. We're coming for I you. I see you, Krasinsk. Yeah. All right. Um, our uh, show, uh, every week we sit down, we talk about monsters, urban legends, and stuff. Our format has slightly changed recently. Yes. Kristen, if you had to guess, how many. Different creatures, uh, phenomena. Oh, I don't even know because not only has our format changed, but there are also mini monsters in there sometimes. Oh, I didn't count mini monsters because they're okay. not usually. Okay. I went by our episode title. Oh, that makes sense. That'd be a so pain I for you to couldn't get out. La Pasqualita stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Oh man, when do we start doing this? Because yeah, you're right. It's probably more than. It's got to be significantly more than the number I have if you include mini monsters. Right. Um, I bet we've been doing them together for like. 10 episodes maybe so 90 times two, 180 190 190 okay you're also you're still over uh-huh but you're not far guide okay. to the unknown has covered drum roll please 177 different kinds of monsters that's crazy creatures stories yeah 177 different topics that's cuckoo if we were a little more organized we could have written like 18 books yeah oh my god (laughs) that's insane yeah all right um we're almost done with like the stats these these are almost insignificant except they're to me they're almost like demographics that i would like to target and focus on someday yes um all right uh the most popular country or, you know, the, the mm-hmm. country on the globe uh, that listens to God to the Unknown the most is, of course, mm-hmm. the U.S. of A. Right. It's our bread and butter. Right. <laughs> Which country listens to us the least? <laughs> there, is, there are three countries that, according to our stats, uh-huh. have only listened to one episode of God to the Unknown. <laughs> and then it was banned by their, yeah. by their government. North Korea? North Korea? No, <laughs> shockingly, it's not North Korea. No. <laughs> Peru, Serbia, and Tunisia. They do hate us in Lima. Each, <laughs> <laughs> each have only tried once. Bangladesh listened yeah. to two huh. before they got fed up. Yeah, they were like, no thanks, yeah. not for me. All right, what would you, gather, what would you imagine as the most uh, listened state? 
Well, this isn't fair because we talked about this kind of recently. Oh, unless it changed. California? Yes, it's California. Yeah, yeah, Followed yeah. Followed very closely by Texas. Yes. Shockingly, New Jersey. I know. Not in like the top five. No, it's low. <laughs> our, weird. Our local friends do not like us. Not at all. All right, who has listened so glad to us? We're doing who, our live show in New Jersey. Yeah, I know. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at one point, Alaska was the state that listened to us the least. Right. But then we did an episode all about Alaska. Gave us that Alaska bump. Gave us that Alaska bump. What is the new state that hates us the most? Um, North Dakota? North Dakota would be a decent guess, but no, weirdly, oh, or not that weirdly. Yeah. Delaware. Delaware? Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm in, in Delaware. Delaware. Huh. Maybe they don't like that joke. <laughs> maybe not. What the hell would we possibly have to say about them? Yeah. You know what, Delaware? I hate you too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Delaware, I'm calling you out. Yeah, most people yeah. try to like pander yeah. to like everybody. The hell's your problem? We're well, perfectly you know nice we people. Hate? Yeah. Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> You're going down Delaware. <laughs> There you go. Pointedly ignore all news about Delaware from now on, even if it plays into a story. Yes, exactly. Don't really want to say where this happened. Um, yeah, but there you go. Those yeah. are uh, based off some of the stats of Guide to the Unknown, some of the places we've uh, gone, the things we've covered. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the places we've... Wait, oh, the things you'll seen? <laughs> oh, the things you'll <laughs> seen. What's the, What's that thing that, that Dr. Seuss book that people give to people when they graduate from high school all the oh, time? Oh, the places you'll go. <laughs> Oh, the things you'll seen. Oh my God. I would like to write that book. <laughs> Confusing, tense. It's like a Marty McFly. He gets trapped in a time loop. Shockingly, nobody gave me that book when I graduated high school. They were like, you're not really going to be going anywhere. Oh, the things you'll seen. Oh, the things you'll seen. <laughs> now, William, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Uh huh. You asked me some questions about our stats, but I have some questions for you about past episode topics of mine yes. to see if you paid attention. I know you have some for me as well. Yes, I'm actually kind of dreading this because as much as this <laughs> is a show really about hard. like exploring yeah. the unknown, which I love, sure. I feel like I'm no, I don't necessarily retain that I'm about much. to say, we have talked about this multiple times that when you're doing the show, it's like a different kind of vibe and mood and it's like somewhat, it's a cousin of, but a much more pleasant cousin of when I get nervous talking to somebody right. and I just black out and know what the hell I said to them. I'm enjoying myself during this, but there's still a, a performative. I know that I'm being, I'm putting myself out there to yeah. other people and it makes me a little nervous on a level and I black out a little bit. You're so, being watched and listened to. Yes. So it, it makes you think differently. Mm -hmm. right. And I don't retain what happens. So I'm sure I'm not going to do well with yours. <laughs> this is going to be embarrassing. However, I wonder if people out there will know the answers. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll right? be interesting. Send in your scores. Yeah. You got to be honest. Yeah. Score yourself. Yeah, let us know if you know, know some of these. How many questions do you have for me? Well, I was about to say, you're already at a deficit because we said we were going to do five questions oh, and you brought three. I brought three. Yes. So you're already doing this wrong. Yeah, I screwed up. But, okay, <laughs> here we go. From episode 10, what do the most infamous Toynbee tiles say? Oh, Because, boy. you know, there are different Toynbee tiles out there, but there's one that people generally think about. Okay, I think I've got it. Okay. Toynbee idea. Resurrect dead Stanley Kubrick, uh, it says like from, from Kubrick's 2001, resurrect dead on planet Jupiter. Pretty much. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, I would say I would say yes, because sometimes they just say in movie 2001. In movie 2001. In some, they do say in Kubrick's 2001. But yeah, you got it. Okay. Toynbee idea in movie 2001, resurrect dead on planet Jupiter. I think I'm getting a Toynbee idea. <laughs> now, I'm impressed 
partially because I pretty much knew, but I had to check that for myself. And the way I did that was by looking at the tattoo of it on my thigh. Oh my I'm God. I'm wearing rippy jeans today. Yeah. And I scooched them around and looked at my thigh. I forgot. To check my work. You are a Toynbee tile. I am. I'm a human Toynbee tile. Kristen has a Toynbee tile tattoo. I do. Who my friend Toynbee Sarah and I um, have matching Toynbee tile tattoos. I know you covered this, but like, what the hell is a Toynbee idea? <laughs> There's like a philosopher named Arthur Toynbee who had ideas about like uh, potential immortality and consciousness and stuff like that. And whoever the Toynbee title artist is mashed that together with ideas from, we we guess, it's all theorizing, ideas from the movie 2001. Okay. Yeah. So Arthur Toynbee is Arthur Toynbee. of the Toynbee idea. I mean, is that really a, a philosophy or like an idea? Like, couldn't I just be like, we'll all live forever. Is that now a Rogers idea? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, we all live together I on the Toyn great B's internet. I think Toynbee is a big deal. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember exactly what Toynbee's theory is. Well, but it's like, a big deal. Toynbee is like some sort of like scientist. Well, I guess if somebody started pressing weird like in-ground graffiti of your thing, then you it would make you seem like a big deal too. Could you all start pressing him about the Will Rogers <laughs> idea <laughs> that we all live online? In the, Will Rogers idea. But that's not even. In the afterverse, which is the great internet. That's not really your idea. That is my idea. I've been talking about that for so long. Yeah, but so you found long. out that Russia 2045 had already had that idea. It's the same thing. And you were just like, oh, look. <laughs> Illegal traveling <laughs> to Russia. No. Russia 2045's idea was that we should literally get robot butlers and then we'll upload okay. our consciousness online. My idea okay, but... is that the act of doing podcasts together yeah. is recording our personality for all time. Yeah. They're saying that we will literally turn into Neo from the Matrix. Okay, it's not I'm the same. I'm saying that we are essential, essentially like um, uh, Michelangelo yeah. sculpting an image of ourself that will live on forever. I mean, that's just a fact, though. That's just kind of an observation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a theory. It's like, that definitely is what's happening. <laughs> can someone write a book about <laughs> yeah. me and start leaving cryptic notes about me everywhere? No, do it about me. No. It's about me. You know what? You um, and I should try to have a battle. Yeah. You know what? We did the Dybbuk box thing last year. Yes. Where we created our own Dybbuk boxes. Yes. You and I should have a battle mm -hmm. to create our – each of us creates an outlandish um, uh, theory. theory about real life. Yeah. And we try to become more prolific than the other <laughs> and have people worship us. Yeah. If only. Yeah. <laughs> All right, William. From episode 22 – What's the name of the library that has a live ghost camera on their website? This is an easy one. The Willard Library. Yes, very yeah. good. Do you happen to know where that is? I didn't. Oh, boy. No, I don't know. It's in Indiana. It's in Evansville, Indiana. Okay. Very Eerie, good. Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, Indiana. William, where was Daniel Stern's honeymoon? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know that Daniel Stern is part of the episode Brownies and Daniel Stern. Yes. Which is... Possibly, I, I I do have. Do do you have like a favorite episode of the show? Are we gonna do that thing? I I thought we we're gonna do it later. That definitely is one of my favorites. Okay, I think yeah. Brownies and Daniel Stern. It may not. It may be one of my favorite episodes because it's funny. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite title of any episode. Yes, it's done. really good. Brownies and Daniel Stern is yeah. the title of our show. It's yes. Great. So Daniel Stern went on a honeymoon with his wife. They ended up going to a village that mm -hmm. later was said never to have existed or something. Yeah, it was said that like it was a. Yeah, it was like a shut down ghost town. But when they went, there were like tons of people there. But they looked zonked. So I know he was driving a car. Mm-hmm. Casually references drinking and driving. Didn't love that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it in like uh, was it in like Spain? Um, England. 
England? Okay. There's a All town right. called Whittacombe in the Moor. Damn. And the Whittacombe in the Moor website, <laughs> like the official <laughs> town website, talks about that episode and is like, that's not true. That's not the deal. We are real people living here. Everything's fine. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Daniel Stern tried to erase an entire civilization. Yeah. All right, your questions are better than mine. You just asked three. Let me ask three, and then you can wrap up with your last two. Okay, fine. Is that all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Gonna, I'm going to open up with a kind of a, a, a stinker okay. of a question. Which U.S. city holds the festival for the Red Devil, the Ney Rouge? Detroit. Right? God damn, yeah. <laughs> well done. These are, I was going to ask you. I've got multiple choice questions, yeah. so I was going to read you other options. Oh, oh okay. But. Yeah, you got it. It was Detroit. Yeah, so who do you think you want to write a book about, people? I thought I might be able to, to fool you by saying New Orleans. Is it French? No. Damn, well done. No, I'm not an idiot. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, multiple choice question. Okay. Let me read you the three options for this one. Okay. Which of these is not a scary Texas lady? Okay. We did an episode where I told you several stories of ladies in Texas that are monsters and stuff like that. Yes. Okay, option A, the frog woman. Drowns kids who swim out of the line of sight from their mothers. B, the donkey lady. A woman deformed by a fire goes insane. Or C, the candy lady who lures kids away from their families with the promise of candy. The frog lady is not a Texas scary lady. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right, I thought it was pretty good, though. I tried to come up with something good. that sounded in line with the candy yeah, lady, the donkey lady, the frog woman. I feel like it's a right? good double of the donkey. And I yeah. gave it a, 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 a morality play uh-huh. as to what she does. Yes. You know, which exactly. a lot of what we've studied on Guide to the Unknown turns out to be like trying to make sure your kids don't go Absolutely. far away. So the frog, woman, line. the frog woman drowns children who swim too far from their families. Yeah. Right? So you better stay close to the shore. Yes, exactly. Because if was, you go out too far, you're going to hit the frog woman. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. good. Okay, my, the last question that I've got. Um, which of these lullabies um, uh, uh, did I make up about the boogeyman? Okay. Way back in episode one of Guide to the this Unknown. This one I already feel stumped. You already feel stumped? Yeah. In episode one of Guide to the Unknown, I talked to you about different boogeymen from across the globe. Mm-hmm. And I found out that a bunch of them have lullabies associated with them. Uh, uh, which of these are real? Okay. A. Sleep, child. Sleep now. Here comes the cocoa, and he will eat you. B. Leave, coca. Leave, Coca. Go to the top of the roof. Let the child have a quiet sleep. C. Sleep, baby, or the Kuka will catch you. Daddy is in the plantation. Mommy went out. I think B is made up. You think B is made up? Yes. Okay. You're wrong. Oh, damn. You're wrong. The answer was, these are all real. Oh. (laughs) They're awesome. (laughs) All of the above. They're all legit. That's a cheat, though, to have one of those and not have all of the above as a thing. You're right. Because if it was all, because I would have said all of them then. But yeah. You're a dirty cheater. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. <laughs> I, could, I typed it and then yeah. I erased it. Oh, you <laughs> I knew, stinker. I knew exactly what I was doing. I can't let you get a perfect score. I am shocked that you knew Detroit for the Ney Rouge. I don't know. If I had said Detroit has a festival in mm-hmm. honor of what mythical creature would you have come yes. up with the Rouge? yes wow okay yeah all right interesting i don't know very good i don't know good memory thank you well i'll kick us off with 
you know, I'm going to lob you a softball, Will. Yep. This one's a little bit of a joke. From episode 36. <laughs> Regis Philbin found the Whaley House Boncos. True or false? True. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really one of your five questions? Yes. All right. Because so I created really... a six as an alternate. Damn it. Okay. Because I knew that that was a jokey question. You knew that question. that wasn't a real question. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. fine. Yeah. Because I listen. <laughs> Um, okay, from episode 66. Oh, you know what? I had a question that I didn't write down. Uh-huh. Okay. What are long-necked ghost monsters called? Ro- I'm not, I might not be able to pronounce it. Like, or me- remember it. Roku Rokubi. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> Very All right. good. All right. Yes, excellent. Okay, from episode 66. I would like to do a game show. We should do a full-blown game show episode somehow. I'm enjoying sure, this. Sure, I yeah. am too. This is fun. Yeah. I like this. Um, from episode 66, what was found in a tiny crawl space in Ted Bundy's haunted old room? Oh, I know this for a fact. See, I think I might have a leg up on some of this stuff because I used to like heavily edit the video yes. versions of yes. the show. Yes, so you would have to hear it over and over. Or I would have to be like searching for like... Well, what am I going to put on the roof of Ted Bundy's house for the cover art? Right. It's funny, even with that leg up, how much you suck at this. Go ahead. I only got one question (laughs) wrong, and you're a clown. It was dead bird skeletons. Yes, it was. Yes. Very good. Yes. All right. And last question. This is substituting for the Regis Philbin Bongo's question from episode 80. Where did the Susie doll end up at the end of that story? What happens to her? Oh, boy. It's tough. I know. Oh, boy. Was she one of the dolls that was in the Ed and Lorraine Warren Museum? No. No, that wasn't you from know Lorraine Warren's Susie dolls. Is. The Susie doll was plop, its, plop. Own, its own episode. Plop, plop. That's not where she ends up. I'm trying to jog your memory she about the, the Susie doll. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, I'm remembering it now. She had the, um, she had the paper mache yes. face. Yep. And people thought she might have been a real body. Or something? Am no, that that's um La Pasqualita yes. for sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought there was something about the way that her face was constructed that seemed... Well, she she was made to look like the little girl who she was given to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, where did she end up? Hell? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like is she still like, there to this day? Yeah, like where where is she now, kind of? Like how does that story end? Oh my god, I don't know. She was thrown in the garbage by the mom. And that solved it. Oh, that was it? Yes. Except, and this isn't a trick question. It's just like on the show. So the end of that lady's story is that they threw the Susie doll in the garbage. And that was finally the end of it for some reason. But on that episode of Paranormal Witness, where I got that story from, they then capped it by showing the like garbage collectors putting her into the dump truck and then like driving. And then it falls out and a little girl picks up the Susie oh doll. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's so dramatic. I know. It's so good. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, the Susie doll. Holy yeah. crap. I forgot about that. I know. It's a good one. I already want more. I want more. That, I know. That was really that fun. Was, that was fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I want to just scroll through our feed now and then just ask you a random question about Go for like, it. a show that we did. By all means. Yeah. Um. I, I really wonder if we could get quizzes. We should like write a quiz to try to have like well, other actually, people solve. You, you know? know what? We'll save that because that'll take time and stuff like that. Why don't we save this for something where we do do a thing like that? I know. You know? Yeah. We do have a couple of quizzes to give each other. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do indeed. We're going to do a couple. We're going to give each other a couple of those like goofy BuzzFeed quizzes mm-hmm. about spooky things to find out like what 
kind of Halloween candy we are or whatever. Um, Will, since I was just asking you questions, you can ask me questions now. And actually, I'm going to have you ask me questions so we can find out what type of pumpkin I am. Okay. <laughs> what type of pumpkin you are. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, who's the attractive monster? What do you mean? Who's the conventionally attractive monster? Uh, She's outcasted for her good looks. Yeah. What is her name? Hang on. I know the mom's name. Is, the mom's name is Lily. Uh-huh. Hmm. Who tried to quit smoking. But when she smokes, just it pours out of her body. Remember that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, you don't know. know. No. Ha! You stink too, <laughs> Marilyn Munster. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we were both pretty smart, if you ask me. <laughs> All right. You definitely are. Okay, so okay. let's find out what type of pumpkin you are. Okay. We can't all be jack-o'-lanterns. This mm. is from BuzzFeed. Yep. All right. Pick an animal of these six. Okay. Cat, dog, giraffe, alligator, squirrel, raccoon. Dog. Dog. Pick a color. Teal, pink, yellow, white, black, blue. Um, yellow. Okay. Pick a movie. Hocus Pocus, Practical Magic, Halloween Town, Frankenweenie, Nightmare Before Christmas, choices? or Beetlejuice. Um, Beetlejuice. I really thought you would have said Hocus Pocus. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus in years. Neither have I. Yeah. Um, pick a spooky character. Hermione Granger. What? What kind of quiz is this? I have no idea. Sarah Sanderson. That's from Hocus Pocus, right? Doesn't matter. It is. Madison Montgomery. Uh-huh. Samantha Stevens. Sabrina uh, Spellman or Ursula. What? Um, <laughs> the hell? I guess Hermione? Pick a pumpkin thing. It says. Man, I should have vetted this quiz. <laughs> I'm loving it. It's 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 absolute garbage, but I'm loving yeah. it. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin seeds, pumpkin juice, Ew. pumpkin scented candle, or Ooh. a plain pumpkin. <laughs> Ooh, they got me there. I was I thought it was a lock on pumpkin pie, but that pumpkin candle. Mm. I'm still gonna go pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Oh, pumpkin pie is the best. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was worth it. It was yeah. worth it. Okay, I got why? the answer. You are an oblong pumpkin. <laughs> what? What <laughs> hell does this tell anyone about anything? You take pride in being the odd one out. You're the funny one in your friend group, and you love making people laugh. It's correct. It's <laughs> I correct. Mean, Kristen is an I, oblong pumpkin. How do I, I don't know. My, my friend group's pretty funny. <laughs> well, but maybe you're the, the best of them. Oblong yeah, just like how everybody's pumpkin. favorite pumpkin is an oblong pumpkin. I'm gonna censor this art. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Graphic. My God. All right, well, now I'm gonna give you one. <laughs> All right, I can't wait. Let's find out are you a vampire, witch, or a werewolf? Ooh. Ooh. If you had to guess, Ooh. which do you think I'm gonna end up being? Um, A witch. A witch? Yeah. Look <laughs> at like your pointy hat. Okay. All okay. Right. What's your ideal Saturday night? <laughs> oh, I, you know what? Okay. I did look this I'm one Mr. briefly, and I was like, uh-oh, none of these. Um, what's your ideal Saturday night? Hanging out with friends, studying, partying, sleeping. I guess sleeping. Okay. Of, of those? Yeah. Well, you have to have friends for the first option. I know. I was like, where's hanging out by yourself, alternately watching TV and being on your phone? Yeah. Um, okay. What do you look for in a partner? Loyalty, good looks, kindness, neat. I guess kindness. Yes, very good. Okay. 
Pick a word that describes you the best. Strong, intuitive, outgoing, hungry. I mean... Come on, don't... We, we know it's hungry. Okay. Why? What were you going to say? I don't know. You sounded surprised. No, I, I was like, don't go for hungry. Because it's like an obvious, like, you know, It's going to sound like a vampire. I don't know. Or it could be werewolf if you do hungry. I don't know. Werewolf? I don't even think about it. Yeah, they like eat people or something. Dude, what do werewolves do? That's a good question. They like attack and eat, I think. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. They, if you get bitten by a werewolf, you turn into a werewolf. But are they that's, trying to eat people? That's true. Why would they just bite and not totally eat? I feel like in movies they go like, my chickens have all been ate. Oh, you're right. right? Yeah, it's like livestock and stuff. Yeah, but also vampires don't eat people. Yeah, they I've, do. They suck blood. They're defined yeah, but by not their eating. Would you call that hungry? Appetito. Yeah, I guess it's part of the appetite. Yeah, yeah Wh- I don't know. Witches eat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. All right. Um, where would your dream house be located? City, woods, small town, by the ocean. Woods. Boom. I recently found out that I was I was digitizing some old, old home videos mm-hmm. and I saw uh, the the night of my birth. Yeah. And uh, uh, mom and dad are brought into a hotel room and on the wall Hospital. It's forest painted. Yeah. And uh, what did I say? Hotel room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was born in a hotel. <laughs> I've always Chic. been here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like forest scenes painted all over the wall. That's walls. very cool. And it's like, oh man, this is where I come from. Yeah. I wonder if I'm obsessed with the woods. It's one of the first things I probably saw with my little peepers. I wonder, we were born in the same hospital. I wonder if it was the same for me. Maybe. Yeah. It's not a tape of your birth. No. No. Because that stuff wasn't invented yet. Well, were you even born? <laughs> Kristen might be hundreds of years old. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're going to find that out through another disturbing quiz. Exactly. <laughs> um, what's your favorite part of yourself? This is funny because one of these things is not like the others. Personality, positivity, determination, eyes. Eyes? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I know. I guess determination. Okay. What's your favorite food? Meat, fruit, bread, pasta. Bread and pasta are like the same thing I on know. the list. Meat, fruit, bread, bread or, or pasta. pasta. Bread. Okay. You're a werewolf. You love being around friends. They are your family. And if they jump, you jump too. You're an extrovert who loves being one with nature and are always looking for their next adventure. Kind of switch tenses in there. Yeah. You are unafraid to take risks and they always work out. And then there's a gif of a snarling werewolf. Yeah. It's just like it? you. Yeah. Um... I uh, I don't necessarily feel like that's true. I'm definitely not mm. an extrovert. Mm, well, I don't know. Not sure. You kind. Of, I I'm think about you as kind of. As you get. No, but like the 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 thing about introvert extrovert is like what gives you energy, and you definitely get energy from like being up and like putting it out there. I guess but it's I not what like, you prefer. I like myself up for that. I know. I think you probably have a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a day walker. I'm like played that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, do you want to each do one more? Sure. Or do okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is stupid but fun. Yeah. I, it's it's enjoyable. All right. So this is for you. Yes. All right. Great. Make some make some horror movie decisions, and we'll tell you which final girl you are. Right? Okay. I'm, I'm into this one. Mm-hmm. Be honest. What's the most realistic reason you'd die if you were in a horror movie? I don't want to say one of them. What? Having having relations <laughs> with someone. And being distracted. Going out for food when you're supposed to be hiding. 
Is that what happens in movies? <laughs> yeah, is that like a classic? You're supposed to be hiding. Yeah. Yeah, but I want I want some Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Tripping or doing something equally clumsy. Falling asleep when you're supposed to be on the lookout. Saving the dog, to be honest. I would never get killed. Honestly, how dare you? I mean, uh, even though I would obviously be trying to save a dog in that situation, the thing that jumps out the most would be as tripping or being clumsy because I'd be trying to like sneak away from something and I would like knock something over. You just stumble. Yeah. Get all the attention yeah. on yourself. All right. I guess I also think of like situations like that where there's a killer being like, not just me in my home with, with the dogs. Be like yeah. at a party or something. Right. Yeah, so I'd yeah, also yeah. be very safe because I don't go to parties. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You and I are the most safe people that yeah. have ever existed. Safest houses in our houses. Yes. Which infamous movie killer do you think you'd have the best chance of outsmarting? <laughs> That's be like the best time with. Best time okay. with. Jason Voorhees. He's a clumsy zombie. Yeah. Michael Myers, who I'm not sure anyone really gets away from. No. He's, you get away he, for a little bit. He is inevitable. Yes. Leatherface. Disgusting. They're all scary. Fred Krueger. Don't like. Pennywise. Ghostface. Oh. Who can you outsmart? Well, the only... I, not really any of them, but I guess if I could somehow harness the power of my mind toward uh, Pennywise to be like, I'm not scared of you. You're not real. Like the Losers Club yeah, does. Yeah. I guess I could pull that off. Do so. you think so? No. I don't think I could do any of these. I think you could outsmart... Either, I, I'm going to give you a, a solid chance against three of these characters. Jason, I got to run away from all these people. No, no, no. Outsmart. This means that you like you go left when they go right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to. So Jason Voorhees lumbers around. I know. And I, I just think that you could kind of get away from him and like he'd probably get distracted by somebody else. Maybe. Like I think you could dodge him. I would need more context. I mean, that that could be. Yeah. I guess I'm just thinking one of these things coming straight for me with nothing else going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leatherface, I might give you a decent shot against. Leatherface is so scary and erratic. I do not think I could get away from Leatherface. He sometimes really turns up the speed. That's true. He scares me. He's like a Pudjo, though. Like, I, I think yeah, that you could but dodge him a so little bit. Yeah, so am I. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. And I think you might be able to get away from Ghostface. Ghostface is the only person on this list who's a normal human being. Ghostface can sometimes be thwarted by like closing a door. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good point. Uh Um, You know what? Let's go Ghostface. Ghostface? I've changed my answer to Ghostface. There's a weird moment in Scream 4 where... Mm It's almost portrayed that if you answer his questions about scary movies right, right he'll that, actually let you go. Yes, exactly. Which is weird. Yeah. And isn't really but seen also, anywhere else. And also not really the case. It's not really the case. Being, He's messing yeah. with you. Yeah, totally. Get it right, you die. Yeah. But thinking about Ghostface occasionally flailing around like this He's clumsy. stuff, I guess I could probably pull that off. Okay, yeah. Ghostface it is. Yeah. Your parents are out of town on vacation, leaving you home alone. They've scary. specifically asked you not to invite anyone over. But to be honest, your house is creepy when you're alone. Mm. So you do one of the following. Invite your significant other over just for the cuddles. <laughs> Invite no one over. You're a rule follower. Invite a few of your close buddies for a chill movie night. Invite your best friend. Your parents would understand. Screw that. Invite everyone you know for a house party. Or invite no one. You have your pets. That's all you need. Honestly, um, 
it would either be invite no one or invite like one person. I think I would just like disregard the scariness and be like, you're being silly or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Invite no one. Invite My pets no are all one? I need. Yeah. Because you're a rule follower or your pets are all you need? My pets are all I need. Okay. I mean, a little bit of both, frankly, but. Right. Yeah. Uh, choose a random weapon to fight the bad guys with. <laughs> Are you supposed to pick randomly, or are these they they're saying these weapons are? Random? I'm I'm sure they're saying they're they're random. A meat cleaver, a grenade, <laughs> a sword, an axe, a sledgehammer, literally just your fists. I guess a grenade because I could like toss that and run. You would explode yourself. Yeah, I would explode myself. What are the other ones? And you have one shot. Yeah, yeah. Far, I, whatever I can be as far away as possible to do. Every one of these has a multiple use. Yeah. Thing. Okay, well, not a meat cleaver because you have to be too close. You got to be close. What was it, like a machete or something? A sword, an axe, a sledgehammer, your fists. Sword, an axe, an axe. An axe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got all the, the hitting power of a sledgehammer, but yes, not as heavy, bit, not mm -hmm. as unwieldy. Yeah. yeah. Which horror movie cliche always annoys you the most? Love o them all. Only the virgin survives in the end? People continuing to live in an obviously haunted house, running up the stairs instead of out the front door, answering strange phone calls, tripping over thin air when the killer is right behind them, suggesting everyone split up for no reason. Splitting up for no reason. Splitting up for no reason. That's a good one. Yeah. Choose a random horror movie poster that gives you the heebity jeebities. Does it say heebity jeebities? It said heebity jeebities. Okay. I decided to give it a little extra spice. Yeah. <laughs> a little flair. I'll give you that for free. Yeah. Dead Alive. This okay. is where the lady is opening her mouth and there's a little skeleton in mm -hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Very iconic. You've yes. got it hanging on your wall. I do. William gave me a present of a Rosemary's Baby laser disc yep. in a like laser disc display thing yep. that I have in a little nook. Hellraiser. Mm -hmm. Is Rosemary's Baby one of your favorite horror movies? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser. Saw. Alice, Sweet Alice. Poltergeist. The imagery of Poltergeist is pretty Is very, iconic. very good. Carol Ann pressing against the, the static, static television. TV. I yeah. love that. Um, I still have to go Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby is pretty wonderful. Yeah. Mia Farrow silhouetted mm -hmm. um, or really overlaid on a yeah. baby carriage that's silhouetted on the top of a hill and it's all a sickly green. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that is great. Okay. All right. Rosemary's Baby it is. Okay. Okay. Um, here we go. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. One more question. I had gotten a pop-up thing. Mm -hmm. Finally, if you and your best friend were being chased by psycho serial killers, uh, what would you most likely do to survive? We'd hide together until it was safe. One of us would create a distraction while the other ran for help. As if. We'd, be st we'd stick together and beat the crap out of the killer. Screw them. They're on their own. We'd split up to make it more difficult to catch us. Or, I mean, real talk, we probably are the serial killers. Whoa. Hide together until it's safe. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, interesting. Uh, you got Nancy Thompson. Okay. From A Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar. You're a true survivor through and through, and you are prepared to handle anything life throws at you, whether it be in a dream or reality. Mm. Do you know much about Nancy Thompson? No. You've avoided all those movies. Yes. So is this kind of anticlimactic for you? Yeah, a little bit, but what can you do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she I, makes it, I guess. Yeah, she, she does make it. Yeah. Does she eventually die? She's in at least three of the movies, mm -hmm. and I think she might survive all three. Yeah. I think she might. All right. Good, um, good for her. I kind of want to do this for myself real quick. Sure. Would you mind? No, go for it. Just kind of curious. Yeah. Uh, what's the most realistic reason for me to die? Definitely tripping. Mm -hmm. uh, who do I think I could outsmart of the killers? I'm going to go with Ghostface as well. Uh, parents are out of town. What do I need? No one. I've got the pets. That's it. 
uh, random weapon that I would fight with. I'm going to go with... I might go with axe. I think axe is a good yeah. one. Am I doing literally the same things as you so far? Um, At least the last couple. Okay. Uh, which horror cliche bothers me? It's not splitting up. I don't think splitting up bothers me. People living in a haunted house doesn't bother me. Um, running upstairs instead of going out the front door, mm -hmm. I think it's kind of yeah. silly. But what else are you really supposed to do? I know. You're in shock. Horror poster that gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'll say poltergeist. Finally, uh, being chased by a psycho killer, what do we likely do to survive? Um, one of us would create a distraction while the other ran for help. No. Split up, make it more difficult to catch us. No. Stick together, beat the crap out of the killer. I might go with that one. Bold. I might go with that one. If it's someone like Ghostface, yeah. I just don't think that I'm going to really be able to hide that well. Otherwise, I mean, hiding would be the, the smartest thing to do. Environment, obviously. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. And with my different answers, mm -hmm. I got Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street. Huge shockeroonie, as we are one. Okay. Okay. Might be the only answer. Yep. <laughs> Maybe. All right, William. So our, for our final quiz, we are going to find out which iconic horror movie villain is your soulmate. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. So, Will, pick your ideal date. A creepy forest hike, Netflix and chill at their creepy house, a creepy lakefront picnic, a romantic dinner at a creepy AF restaurant, go dancing at a creepy club, or watch the sunset in a creepy graveyard. Oh, boy. It's <laughs> also a lot of options. I got to tell you, they made it all sound appealing by saying that each place is Everything creepy. has the word creepy in it. Everything has the word creepy. Yep. Netflix and chill in someone's creepy house. Okay. Right? Yes. I'm lazy. I like movies. Mm -hmm. What's so creepy about their house? Yeah. I gotta know. Creature comforts, creepy comforts. Yeah. Pick the perfect gift to receive from your new spooky significant other. A jar filled with the tears of your enemies, a brand new machete, a used haunted Ouija board, their favorite bloodied shirt, a pair of steel-toed combat boots that are too big. What? Bees. Just bees. All right. Ouija board. Okay. I know I'm getting a real feel for the person who did this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, pick a non-horror movie villain to go on a double date with. Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. Darth Vader of Star Wars. Scars of uh, Scar. <laughs> Scar from The Lion King. <laughs> Miss Trunchbull, Matilda. Ugh. Judge Doom, who framed Roger Rabbit. Ugh. The child catcher, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes, you have. The child catcher sounds very scary. Yes, you have. We watched it when we were kids. Really? Yes. All right, I'm going to go with Darth Vader. <laughs> he can use magic. It's amazing. I mean, Scar is cool, too. You're talking to an, you're a, talking cartoon. To a lion? Yeah. Come on! And he can talk back? Yeah. Oh. That is something. I'm going to go with Darth Vader. Fair. What weird trait does your new significant other have that you find oddly charming? They leave muddy foot footprints all over the place they're always sneaking up behind you they don't speak much they crack jokes at inappropriate times they're like obsessed with their mom they're like obsessed with bees what, what, what? all right i have a feeling i know who one of these uh, significant others is going to be hold on what, what what am i this is a trait that your new significant other has that you find oddly charming i find charming yes Can you read the list again they leave muddy footprints all over the place they're always sneaking up behind you they don't speak much. They crack jokes at inappropriate times. They're like obsessed with their mom. They're like obsessed with bees. All right. I guess the jokes. Okay. The bees one is a candy man. <laughs> right? They're just trying to, they don't know anything about the candy man. They're just trying to get candy man in here. I think either candy man or Nicolas Cage in the wicker man. 
Oh, but he's not like a horror, an iconic horror character. He's not an iconic, he kind of is. He's not an iconic horror villain. So it's the Candyman. But he's definitely a, an iconic horror character. And then obsessed with their mom is either Jason it's, Voorhees or Norman Bates. I think it's got to be Norman Bates. But yeah. yeah, it could be. Okay. Um, it was more that his mom was obsessed with him. Who? Jason? Jason Voorhees. Yeah. True. Um, okay. What pet are the two of you thinking of adopting? A resurrected cat with a picture of the cat from Pet Cemetery. Do they say bees on this? Yes. So it's... Just a butt ton of bees, of course. Oh, my God. Okay. A resurrected cat, a rabid dog, Cujo, an angry vampire bat, a really mean squirrel, a big old snake, or just a butt ton of bees, of course. I, I want to say dog because I like dogs, but it's a rabid dog. It's Cujo. It's, <laughs> it's a picture a of Cujo. Rab- it's a rabid yes, dog. Yes. I'm going to go with an angry bat because I think that I can make it not so angry and well, we'll just be friends. We have a family history passed down of, of mastering bats. It is in our blood. Yes. Yes. So, if by um, mastering you mean murdering. I do. There's been some bat murder. In There's been family. a little bit of bat murder. A spot of bat murder. Yeah. Um, what physical trait do you find the least attractive in your new significant other? They always wear a mask. They have an odd choice of hairdo, and odd has those little wiggly things around it. They have this creepy as all heck smile. They have these weird claws. They're always covered in mud. Who's the mud person? They're always covered in bees. I'm so annoyed by the bees question. I, I was so, so anticipating the bees question. I didn't. I don't even think I heard the first two options. Okay, they always wear a mask, or they have an odd choice of hairdo. Odd choice of hairdo. I don't know. I know. I'm I really, annoyed by that. Uh, yeah. You well, you find that the least attractive. The least attractive, I guess, Physical. is the, the mask. Okay. Although there's probably a reason they're wearing it. Yeah, maybe. And finally, pick a song to be your song. All right. I put a spell on you by Screaming Jay Hawkins. Superstition, superstition by Stevie Wonder. Thriller, Michael Jackson, Sympathy for the Devil, Rolling Stone, Creep, Radiohead, or The Monster, Eminem featuring Rihanna. (laughs) I'm friends with a monster. Uh, I put a spell on you. Okay. Yeah. I hesitated before because I thought that that song was called Superstitious, and I thought they had it wrong, but they have a picture of the album cover, and it's Superstition. Okay, you got The Bride of Frankenstein. Your soulmate is a true classic. While she's not very chatty, she is an icon through and through, though a touch high maintenance. We belong dead. Mm -hmm. I think that The Bride of Frankenstein is, quite frankly, a blind spot for me in my horror knowledge. I don't know a lot about The Bride of Frankenstein either. I was The Bride of Frankenstein for Halloween for two years when I was a kid. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know know she's obviously very iconic. That, that, like, Bride of Frankenstein hairdo is really cool. Um, That, like, beehive with the shock of white. Yes. Um, And I definitely saw the Universal Monster movies when I was little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. I've seen them, but it's not something I've, like, gone back to a lot or anything. I've got them all upstairs. I know. I know. I would would like to watch those with you. It's in in shrink wrap. Yeah. I've not opened it at all. Yeah. Um, Hmm. That'd be fun to do, especially to get to understand my new bride. I know, exactly. You're going to have to get comfy, so may as well. Bride of Willie. Yeah. Exactly. Which should be my wife. Yes. If we're being honest. If, yeah. If we're if we're gonna nitpick. Yep. Well, well, that can roll us right into our last segment of the episode, yes. 
which um, are questions from our listeners and viewers that we asked about in that Guide to the Unknown group that we mentioned before. It's the Guide to the Unknown Secret Society on Facebook. Yes. And Will asked if anybody had any questions for us like an hour before we were going to do the show, and we got a handful of questions. We picked a handful from that. Yeah, I thought it would be fun. It occurred to me probably a little too late that that might be a fun thing to do. But yeah. uh, quite frankly, we've got so many interesting people in there. A lot of people jumped. Yeah, totally. And went ahead and threw some questions in. And so we're going to answer some of those, maybe reveal mm-hmm. a little bit about ourselves in the process. Exactly. To celebrate the people out there who make this show uh, worth doing, Yeah, quite absolutely. frankly. Yeah, the fact, the fact that you could post that like an hour or so before we're doing yeah. a show and people answered is so cool. Yes. And we're so grateful that there, it's not just an echo chamber yeah. that we get to interact with you guys. It's, it makes the, sh- it makes the whole thing. We really wouldn't do it otherwise. Uh, genuinely. 100%. Yeah. Cause it just wouldn't feel worth it. So yeah. thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So the question that we're going to roll into is from Jen Tague. So she asked for our, each of our top 10 horror movies, right. but that's a lot. And like we said, we put out the questions like an hour, or we put out the call for questions like an hour before we recorded. So Will and I decided to whittle that down and give each of our top three horror movies. But even on top of that, yes. the fact of the matter is if you ask either either of us what our favorite horror movie is the number one mm-hmm. is the same answer yeah scream. scream yeah so we are going to set scream mm-hmm. on a big pedestal yes scream will forever take the number one slot that's mm-hmm. why we're surrounded by so many ghost faces yep. on the guide to the unknown set yep um so what are your top threes outside of the scream franchise you can't fill mm-hmm. it up with scream two three and four <laughs> i already thought about that <laughs> I but i figured they all get lumped together up there yeah Okay, so my other tops, and it was tricky, are The Blair Witch Project, Rosemary's Baby, Mm -hmm. and then here I'm going to throw things for a little loop I know, those first two I would have guessed. I almost feel like we should, Blair Witch is in mine as well. I almost feel like we should also take that and set it aside. Okay, we can. I think think we gotta. Yes, okay, so let's take Blair Witch and set it aside as well. Blair Witch and Scream are two very special movies to the two of us. They're very unique movies. Uh, they were trendsetters, trailblazers. Yes. They they broke the mold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Blair Witch and Scream were going to place over here. Yes. Okay. It's too obvious for us. I'll, get, I'll let you keep Rosemary's Baby. Okay. So Rosemary's Baby. Here's one that's controversial as far as whether it's a horror movie or not. Okay. Silence of the Lambs. I think that counts as a horror movie. I do as well. I've got a real big bone to pick with people who uh, say call certain movies thrillers. I do too. I almost think- well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I think thriller is a subgenre of horror. I agree. And I think that traditionally most things that end up getting called thrillers are just the ones that people want to make sure aren't classified as that garbage horror. Yes. It makes it a little bit more prestige and mainstream. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, but I agree. I think that Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie. Yeah. So that would uh, – so, okay. So if we're doing top three with that, then it's Rosemary's Baby, Silence of the Lambs, and then it, it – it gets tricky. I know. It gets tricky. But this is kind of what I was looking for. Because I've got – I've got to be honest with you. I've yeah. got one loaded in the chamber. Mm-hmm. I was also going to say Blair Witch, so that leaves me with one. Okay. And then I want to fight it out with you to figure out what are the, the other, like, best horror movies of all time that are oh, special so do to you, us. Okay. So do you want to do yours? Is that what you're saying? Let me let me say mine. And okay. I'm fine with us struggling to try yeah. to find – to fill out our list. Because yeah. I think that we've got to mm-hmm. really solidify what are the best – this is what Jen wants to know. What are yeah. the best horror movies to us? Yes. And so – 
uh, funnily enough, it's not necessarily the thing that pops right into your mind because mm-hmm. I think of certain movies like Get Out. Yeah. I think Get Out I know. is damn near a perfect movie. I do too. But is it one of my favorite horror movies? I don't know. That's the thing. I also haven't seen Get Out since I saw it in the theater. Right. And I loved it, but I don't think I can quite tuck it into that list yet I because know. it hasn't totally like gelled It's and so cooled. new. Yes. It's so new. Does yeah. it? Does it solidify into something that's going to stand up for you? Right. And I I haven't seen it again since, even though I loved it when I saw it. I can't really say like, oh, that's definitely one of my favorites yet because I I like rewatching things. I also recently um, watched Cabin in the Woods Mm -hmm. with our buddy Bobby. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I think that that might be kind of a perfect movie, but does it make it to the top three? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What I I will say, the one that I know is up there without a doubt is the movie Evil Dead Two. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Two is like, man, Scream as my number one, I think, is just like the most entertaining. It's novel. It did things with the Who Done It and yeah. Slasher combination that nobody had really done before. The answer to Who Done It is really engaging mm-hmm. in that the Blair Witch franchise, I think, is all about storytelling and it gives me the most yeah. sort of like to theorize about and think about and chew on. Evil Dead Two is the movie that I think makes me want to. Uh, stand up, grab a camera, yeah. and run out into the woods and make a movie with my friends. Yeah. When I watch Evil Dead 2, it's so inventive and fun, and mm-hmm. it has such a do-it-yourself energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it makes me laugh. Some of the ideas are really creepy. Yeah. And it makes me feel like, oh my God, I wonder if I could do this myself. Yeah. Evil Dead 2. Yeah. My, one of my top three. That's a good one. All right, so then what, tell me more. <sighs> I know, but here's the problem. Two. I get so occupied. I'm such like a... um. I get so occupied by what I'm doing lately that I can barely even see through it mm-hmm. because we just saw uh, The Shining in theaters. Yes. They were doing a screening and there's no denying that The Shining as a as a piece of construction mm-hmm. is so fascinating yeah. and it is beautiful and it is wonderfully acted. But I'm going to say that I also feel like there are things in the movie that don't hold up particularly well. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if it'll make the cut. Yeah. I know. It's tough. I know. I think. I have it as like an alternate. I know. It's sitting right there. Yeah. It's right there. And it's so good. Yeah. But The Shining has like, it's built up of individual scenes that I think are amazing. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at it on the whole, yes, it's like a, a, it's like a a beautiful leather bound book to Mm -hmm. put on your shelf. But also in the movie, Jack Nicholson from the get-go is a madman. Yeah. So like the overall thing being conveyed, I think, is lesser because right. there's not very There's not as much of an arc. Right. There's no arc. Yeah. Um, I think, you know what I think might go in? What? I think it's also a recent movie. Mm-hmm. I think I might have to make room for It Follows. I thought about It Follows, but I haven't seen it like in forever. I really love It yeah. Follows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that it holds a lot of promise for people to ruin in the mm-hmm. future, which I would love to see. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see yeah. sequels where people don't do justice to the original just because yeah, sure. it's fun. Yeah, who cares? Having a shape-shifting monster just slowly walking after you. Yeah, it follows a sweet. The music by I the know. composer Disaster Piece in the film is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of the images are just like the idea of horror distilled into a single frame is two people in the foreground yeah. on the sidewalk and in between them in the background is just a shapeless silhouette of a thing walking after them. Yeah. It follows condenses. It's like, it's like if you uh, diluted horror mm-hmm. and you just showed it in its purest form, yeah. I think it follows might be that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, so you've given us two. I've given you two. Yeah. It, Evil Dead 2 mm-hmm. and It Follows, I think, yeah. are my top three. Yeah. Oh, okay, so what's the other, what's the third? I don't know. Let me think about it. Let's go back to you, because you've got Rosemary's okay. Baby. Yep, Rosemary's Baby, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. And then I, th- what did I write down? See, the pain of it, I think, yeah. is interesting. I think yeah. the search yeah. for what is it you love is really, because well, also... you have to throw a bunch of stuff away, which is yes. very challenging. Yes. It's also that you have to define what is favorite to you. Like, right. is it that it's the best thing or the thing you like to watch the most and just throw on? You can right. see it a million times. You're never sick of thinking about it. I think that for me is what a favorite is. Same. So with that in mind, I think I have to say Halloween. Wow. Because I've seen Halloween 8,000 times. Uh I'll see it more. I'll see every sequel that I dislike. I'll listen to 8,000. One thing I thought was like, what have I listened to a billion podcasts about? And I never turned down. There's a new podcast episode about something. Halloween is really up there. Halloween is, I mean, Michael Myers. all Halloweenies. Yeah. You know, like I've. Think, I will watch and think about Halloween till the cows come home. So it's I think so Halloween's got to go in there. Why do you think that is? Too? I was is thinking it, about that too. I don't know exactly. Is it because it's the first of them? I think it could be. And I think there is a little bit of a nostalgia or like kitsch isn't the right word, but like one of the firsts factors. There's a purity it's an, it's an, to it. Yeah. It's like one of the early slashers, right? There's a purity to it. There's also so much there like yeah. there's lore that branches off from itself and doesn't all match up there are um spin-offs as far as books and comics and things like that and also even though there are later sequels or things that take this away i like the simplicity of bad guy coming for you yeah basically there's not like a whole like uh michael myers isn't sympathized right really you know what i he's mean a like cold you, character it's just it is what it is yeah he's just a cold character he's coming for you yeah so i think there's some that's of that funny to that's, it that's and, the same that mm-hmm. in particular yeah. is the same reasoning that i kind of have for it follows yeah yeah there, there's a sort of like real i hate we've talked about them before i hate a sympathetic bad guy I don't like it. I don't hate it. I don't I hate do. it. It, it makes depends me groan almost every time. I can't, if I sat and really thought about it, maybe I would come up with something that I like, but almost every time you find out that the bad guy has reasons, I'm like, Everybody Ugh. has reasons. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like reasons where you're like, oh, I see how he got messed up. I'm like, I don't want that. That's why Rob Zombie's Halloween mm-hmm. is such yes. a, well, no. one of the many reasons why it's yeah. such a dud. Yeah, I guess that's one of the few um, exceptions to my rule that I'll consume any yeah. Halloween stuff because no way. Yeah. But, I mean, um, who said it best? Sydney mm-hmm, Prescott. Mm-hmm. You know why you kill people, Roman? Because you choose to. That's there right. is that's no one all else there to is blame. To it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very that's cut what I and want. dry. Yes. Everybody has their reasons. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I will say that's my top three. I still have some things. That might be a fun Patreon episode, is actually to figure out a top 10, the rest yeah, of the top really, 10. Yeah, to really do the rank. And then like go for it. To do. A cool one would be to figure yeah. out between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Now we have to come up oh, with yeah, a unified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would, like would to be do pretty that. challenging. That would be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to fill out my top three. Okay. Because I think I know it, and I think it's a weird one. But I okay. really liked what you were saying about, is it a movie that, um, uh, what does it mean to be your favorite? Is it that it's the pinnacle of the form, or is it the one that you can enjoy mm-hmm. the most without ever getting sick of it? And I agree yeah. with you. I think that your favorite has to be the one that you can sit down and watch over and over and over again if you were scrolling through channels yeah. and you saw it, even if it was two hours in, yeah. you would watch it just mm-hmm. to finish out the the film. Yeah. And I think to that end, I've got to throw Shaun of the Dead in my oh, top three. Oh, okay. That's a good one. I love yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead's great. It came out at a time where zombie movies were sort of being revived. Mm-hmm. I think it came out at the same time as um, 
Dawn of the Dead, the remake. I think you're right. Um, and Land of the Dead. Like there was just this period of time where of the dead was yes. on every like movie marquee. Yeah, it was like the coda for everything. And Shaun of the Dead was the one that I think showed the most love to the genre, mm-hmm. made fun of it in a loving way, and did things that were interesting. It's a story about growing up. Yeah. And uh, I really, really uh, am just a big fan yeah. of that movie. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a great answer. Okay. All right. So. Excellent. Scream sits at the top. Yep. Blair Witch comes in at a second, and then we divert into two lists. Kristen with her Rosemary's Baby, um, Halloween, and, and Silence of the Lambs. Yes. And me with my Evil Dead 2, It Follows, and Shaun of the Dead. I think... This is a pretty solid lineup. That's a solid lineup. That's yeah. eight movies. Yeah, totally. That I don't think anybody could really sneeze at. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that's pretty good. All right, let's And if do... you do, gazoon tight. Yeah, Bring it to yeah. someone else. Get a hanky. Make your tissue dance. Yeah. All right, so now we have five other questions that we are going to go through. Okay. Let's let's hit it. Yes. Okay, Katie Wiggins wants to know, who would win in a fight, Chucky or Evil Gage coming back from the Dead and Pet Cemetery? Is Evil Dead, or uh, is, no, is, is Evil Gage um, a spirit, or are they still humans? Evil Gage? The You know what I mean? When you come back from the Dead and Pet Cemetery, are you human, or are you... He's human. He's like in a human body. Can he be hurt? I think so. I don't remember how he gets defeated. See, because that's the thing. Chucky never goes away. Right. He's the killer doll and he digs it. Chucky is erratic. Chucky would murder Gage, I think. I think he would murder Gage, but He's would Gage hardcore. just come back? No, because eventually they kill Gage, right? Don't they? I think so. Do they kill Gage? I think so. Do they kill him? I don't know. Now I want to play with you. I don't know. Did you see the remake? Yes. P.U. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes dead is better. It's better. Remember, I did a really good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chucky. Yeah. Chucky is just too Chucky crazy. would come flying yes. at Gage. Yes. Gage would know it hit him. Um, so both Kelly Hall and Amanda Ray Armstrong, uh, Deneen or Dinian, want to know who our favorite cryptids are. Ooh, favorite, What's favorite cryptids. Cryptid? Well, it ain't the Loch Ness Monster. No. Snooze. Tell you that. Yeah. Boring. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot's a good one. He is a good one. Mothman is the most sort of like out there and wild. Yeah. And I think he's the one I'm most intrigued by because I feel like I've heard a lot about the Mothman and I'm still none the wiser somehow. Yeah. Well, if you would ask me any quiz questions about the Mothman, I think I would have been like, I know there's a statue of him somewhere. Uh-huh. And he predicted the future? Um, yeah. Yeah. Some people thought he was like a harbinger. I think, you know what? It's a little boring, mm-hmm. but I'm the guy that picks Mario when I play Mario Kart. Yeah. I got to go with Bigfoot. Look, sometimes classics are classics. You know what my favorite ice cream fla- fla- flavor is? What? Vanilla. It's delicious. It's so good. It's scrumptious. My favorite is Mothman. Mothman it is? Yes. Why? I've always been interested in Mothman ever since I first heard about him. Yeah. I don't know. There's, some, there's something very weird and freaky about him and how long he's been around. Sure. He's supposed to have been affecting events for like, I don't know now. It's funny. I do associate Mothman with Yeah, you. like 60 years or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, but I got to go Bigfoot. All the castings of his feet... That film, I love Bigfoot too. It's that film, one. even though it was discredited, is so creepy and fun, and mm-hmm. it's been parodied in so many movies. Oh, or totally! Honored in so many movies. Yeah. What yeah. is that called? It's like the Patterson tape. Patterson tape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So follow up questions from from Kelly. She said, "If we have separate ones, who do we think would win in a fight, Bigfoot or Mothman?" Oh, boy. what's what's Mothman's fighting criteria? I don't know. Like, what are his stats? I don't know. Live. Live. You know, he could fly. Fun fact. He seems muscular. 
he does seem. I agree that he's 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 almost got like a Cthulhu type body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six pack. Yeah, ew. But Bigfoot's a big ape. Yeah, Bigfoot is a big ape. Stink ape. Skunk ape. I have to, and not because I picked him. I kind of think Mothman because I don't know the the fact that he's been around for so long makes me think he's very like wily right. and evasive. Bigfoot might just be a big monkey. Exactly. We don't know how smart he is. Uh, like if Mothman is making bridges crash uh-huh. and stuff like that, yeah. I feel like he has more. To, I think you know what more than that. I think that <laughs> that Bigfoot is like um he, he's just he's pure and innocent, and it seems yeah. like Mothman's a little malevolent. Yeah, Bigfoot is almost like uh, a symbolic of uh, we got to preserve nature. Yeah, you know? yeah. Bigfoot seems nice to me. And Mothman, he's got glowing red eyes and he's got big wings. Yeah, I and he sometimes just like, follows cars for the jollies exactly. of it or something. He's a sicko. Yeah, I he's think a that sicko. he could fly by, pick up Bigfoot, and just drop him into the ocean. Probably could. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Fights over. I think you're right. Fun fact about and, monster fights. Yeah. Uh, when Kristen and I were first brainstorming Guide to the Unknown yes. two years ago, it was yes. probably around this time that we were brainstorming guide to the unknown yeah one of the big things that we were going to do was mm-hmm. it was always going to be that we would sit down at the table we would each bring a monster to the mm-hmm. party and then the final thing that we would do was pitch a hypothetical fight between the two and who would win yeah and uh we went pretty far where that was going to be the idea of this podcast before we sort of just went with no like let's just have fun and chat we didn't go that far because i didn't really like that idea yeah but i kept bringing it up yeah but i kept, <laughs> I kept smacking it down you did <laughs> yeah you won that fight, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Michelle Krutzberger asked if we have any personal encounters with the paranormal. Hmm. I mean, yes. Yes mm-hmm. and no. I, yeah. I, I, uh, um, I uh, shamefully believe that fairies whisper in my ear ideas for stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> I think the first time you said fairies was just now. Yeah, maybe. A, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's um, a new wrinkle. I'm coming to realize how outlandish it is. Uh, <laughs> plus, I think that a ghost uh, breathed in my ear once. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's funny if you we don't. We told that story. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yes. If you don't dress up the story to yes. make to set the scene, they're so much more ridiculous. <laughs> I think a ghost breathed in my ear once. One time I felt like a ghost kept setting off an alarm clock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No frills. No frills. No frills paranormal stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah that's funny. Yeah, a ghost keeps Maybe making that... YouTube videos not play on my phone. Maybe that since they made um, two sentence, not that we made up two sentence horror stories, but a couple no. people have reached out to us thinking that we made up the concept of two sentence horror stories and asking us if we had involvement in the CW show, yeah. which we don't because that's just like a thing. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should we should pioneer no frills ghost stories. No frills ghost stories. It's just stuff like that. A ghost messed with my phone. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Um, Karen Avila and Sarah Schwartz both asked if we would ever guest on another show, and Karen said, "If so, what show would it be, and what would we want to talk about?" And she said, "All genres. Doesn't have to be paranormal." Oh boy, literally any show. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I mean, the short answer is yeah. I would course, appear on, sure. a, on 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 any show, essentially. Yeah, if there are shows that you guys like that you think we would like vibe with people or whatever, like I don't know, let us. Know. I don't think anything will happen with that. No. But I would. I, not I think you probably more have to reach out to the the people you like to see if they would have us on. Well, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but what would I want to appear on? Interesting. What kind of stuff? You know, I, there was a period of time where I wanted to be one of the hosts of the Now Playing podcast to review mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. I thought that would be I'm in be the midst fun. of listening to Now Peaking right now, their Twin Peaks sideshow. Yep, that was great. Mm-hmm. I, I, those, I think that uh, team is really interesting. I would love to do Halloweenies. Mm-hmm. A lot yep. of movie conversations, me to too. be perfectly honest. Let me just open up my podcast sure. app. Let me just see some shows and 
Well, I have I have an answer at the ready because recently, and I don't know if this will happen. I've been thinking about and I meant to ask you about me pitching us to podcasts to oh. go on. Oh, and sure. Do stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, two of these are not with with you because you would not be into it. But I've mentioned on the show before. There's a podcast I love called Blank Check. Okay. I would love to go on Blank Check. I would die. And also the Real Housewives podcast, Bitch Sesh, and Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. I would love to guest on those shows. Interesting. So I've been thinking about just throwing it out there. They would probably say no. They have like on Famous People and stuff and they're in L.A. Right. But if by some chance they said yes, I would literally fly to L.A. and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, Kristen and I did an episode of American Hysteria. We did, With yes. Chelsea Weber-Smith. We had mm -hmm. a little conversation there yep. talking about um, – Riverdale, Riverdale and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Talking about the the satanic influences of those shows. Mm -hmm. My voice has also appeared on the Mega 64 podcast and Tell Him Steve Dave. Yeah, I thought you might say one of those. I think Tell Him Steve Dave, though, I, I just think I'd probably be made fun of a bunch. Yeah. Mega 64, I think, Mega, Mega 64, though, I, think I would they, really enjoy. Yeah. I, I like those guys quite a bit. Sean from that show was a fan of Blackwood. Mm -hmm. That's right. Although Very he was cool. only a fan of Blackwood because I told him to try Blackwood and he so might have just been being polite. Yeah, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, you never know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think I would... Mega64, I think, is the creative team that I like. Yeah. Uh, uh, feel myself uh, connecting with the most. Or mm -hmm. Red Letter Media on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think I would love to do something like How Did This Get Made? Oh, my God. A bad movie podcast. I think it would be great. Yes, absolutely. Sign yeah. me up for that one, too. Or for some reason, Conan O'Brien wanted me to be his friend. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Fun fact, I recently pitched an idea that almost made it to Conan's show. Yes, that's right. Yeah. One of uh, the, our producer for Earthbreak, mm -hmm. the podcast, April Lamb, she's friends with a producer on Conan. And there was a period of time where we almost had Jenny Slate on Conan to talk about the show. Yeah. And I suggested that they should throw to a clip from the podcast... And while it plays, since it's only audio, they should do what everyone does while they listen to podcasts. Yeah. And then I wanted Jenny idea. Slate and Conan O'Brien to like fold pants. Yeah. Wash a dish. It's a good idea. <laughs> Things that people do when they listen to podcasts. And April liked it. And she said, I'm going to tell my friend who works for Conan about that. Mm -hmm. Now, Jenny Slate never ended up on the show to advertise for Earthbreak. Right. But still, still. an idea of mine. Got a stamp of approval from somebody who was going to bring it there. Yes. And I think may have been said within the walls of the Conan show. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So Conan, if you're uh, looking for more guests for Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Yes. I've got a party hat on mm -hmm. and I'm waiting for the phone to Look ring. Look how fun we are. Yeah. I mean, I'd lose it, of course. We're, we're talking shoot for the moons. Got no, a lot. It's, yeah. It's in my contract, I have to wear this hat from yeah. now on. <laughs> kind of liking it yeah um okay so final question and this is from sarah schwartz who's been with us for a very long yes. time this is back in the day so she asked if we would do if we would ever consider doing a new york city meetup so this our answer is half throwback to you guys half a little bit weaving in our live show that's interesting i would like to know if you guys would like that if that's something you'd be into please Post like comment to the uh, comment to us on social media about that so we know that there's interest in that because we'd be in, we'd be down yeah. for that if there were people who wanted to come to that. Sure. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll go a step further. Mm -hmm. Kristen and I are in New Jersey. Well, what I'm about to say is the show. Is that what you're doing? Well, yeah. yes, that we're, mm -hmm. we've got a live show that we're doing in New Jersey on October 27th at 6 p.m. Yep, it's at a place called Pino's mm -hmm. in Highland Park, New Jersey. Yeah, uh, look it up. Follow at GTTU Pod. Look in the Facebook group, you'll find links to more details and so you can get tickets and stuff. Yeah, like you can that. also Google Eventbrite Guides the Unknown, it'll come up. Yes. But there are 
two train stations within one, I would say is five minutes away. The other one is 10 minutes away. Right. So if you live in the city and you want to come to that, it's actually very easy. Yeah. 100%. You could actually yeah. take the train to New Brunswick, New Jersey yes, and, walk and walk to Pinos. Yeah. You, it's that simple. Yes, totally. But the other thing that I will say mm -hmm. is you and I are in New Jersey We've got cars yeah. and the ability to travel. Yeah. If there's anybody within a reasonable driving distance who has a lead on a venue mm -hmm. and there are people in that area that would want to come to a show. Yeah, let's, let's make sure people are going to come. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe we could get a show together. Sure. Maybe we could come hang out. I would totally do it. As long as people are going to come to if, it. If people I would, coming is the most important yes, thing. Yes, I would absolutely be willing. I'd be more than, I'd be thrilled to do yes. that. But we'd have to make sure people are going to do that. But right on the heels yeah. of that, how awesome would it be if we had listeners who have a venue yeah. that would be interested in doing a show yeah. in an area where people can get to it easily? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, the, answer the answer is yes. Is yes. As long as people want to do that and are willing to tell us that they would commit to meeting up with us, yes. absolutely. We've got to yeah. test the waters and we've got to know that that it would be something that yeah. like, people could really experience and would, would come out to do. Yeah, totally. Because um, there's a significant risk of us being embarrassed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we're like, you know... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as long as people would come, 100%. But we would need to have assurances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, that's it. What a wild world. Seriously. What a... See, yeah. honestly, so like, all right, I'm not going to get gross about it. Mm -hmm. But I will say that like, I pay attention to, to our stats a little bit. We look at the numbers. Yeah. And I, uh, by doing sort of a retrospective and looking back at the show, there was a, a significant period of time. For like the first six months that this show existed, mm -hmm. only like a couple hundred people yeah. listened week after week. Yeah, yeah. And like, just like where we started and where we are now is mm -hmm. so different. Totally. We're not even at two years yet. Yeah. We've just hit a hundred episodes. Yeah. And like, it's just so exciting the way that this show has grown and developed. It really is. It's like crazy to me. How much fun it is mm -hmm. to do. And that like you and I have a sort of like weirdo clubhouse with a bunch of people who enjoy yeah. our conversations and yes. enable us to do it and everything. Yeah. It's really sort of special, unique, and different. It really is. And I really enjoy doing this My glasses this show. are fogging up because I'm blushing. It really is true. Yeah. yeah. And it's very fun doing the show with you, Kristen. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed these past 100 episodes of the show with you, and I'm really looking forward to see uh, what we do in the next 100. Me too, Willie. Boy, this is the best. Yeah, it's the yeah. best. All right, everybody. Thank you All so right. much for hanging out with us. Uh, happy 100 episodes to yep. everybody out there in Radio Land. Yep. Thank you for joining us week after week after week. Right. Uh, good luck to all of you doing the Guide to the Unknown Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> in five days' time, you will have seen it all. Exactly. But you might not have seen all, all of it unless you are with us on Patreon. Become so another world warrior. That's right. So if you go to patreon.com slash gttupod, you can sign up for a $4 minimum a month, but there's a little um, space in there. You can make it whatever you want, as long as the minimum is four. And you can get access to monthly bonus episodes of the show that come out on the 15th of every month. So you will get a little link where you can plug that into your podcast app. We have instructions on how to do that on our Patreon page. And then you will automatically get basically a whole other podcast once a month from Guides the Unknown called the Netherworld Dispatch. Woo! So we would love if you came and join us there. We have cool stuff planned for that. Yes, we do. And yeah, you can add some more days to the Guides to the Unknown challenge over there. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody go follow at GTTU Pod on all social media to stay up with uh, spooky news from throughout the week. That's right. You can also go to Facebook.com slash 
slash groups slash GTTU pod to join the conversation with other people who enjoy the show. Yeah. Uh, post stuff. You can talk to us. You can talk to other people. It's a good time in there. That's right. Uh, and if you want, you can also follow Kristen or myself. That's right. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I am <laughs> at The Myth Traveler. <laughs> everywhere you might think I might be. <laughs> so thank you all so much yep, for making this such an enjoyable hobby to have. Yes. Uh, we're so glad you enjoy it. And we'll be back next week to dig into more of the spooky monsters, urban legends, conspiracy theories, and movies that you've come to expect from us. That's but right. until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. <laughs> Oh.